Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Bobby Mo Football Show. I am your host, Alec Miller. No co-host this week. Sam Goldberg is preoccupied with Robert Morris Live Sports right now. And we were going to have another guest, but he is also preoccupied at the time, which is totally okay. So, again, like the first couple episodes, just Ryan Solo. Little little casual talk, which is no big deal. I feel like I am now after eight or eight or nine weeks, whatever, whatever number of podcasts we are on, I am completely capable of talking about some Robert Morris football. So like I said, welcome back to episode eight, I think we are, of the Bobby Mo Football Show. Um, and we got some things to talk about. So Robert Morris coming off their bye. They had the bye week after the away game versus Bryant which actually I guess we didn't have an episode last week due to some technical difficulties. So we can, um, we'll rewind the clock back before the bye week even, and we'll talk about their away, ro- their away game versus Brian. Unless we talked about this, I might be John Blake. But anyway, before the bye week, Robert Morris had a road game versus the Bri- versus Brian. Um, they were on the road, and unfortunately they were not able to Come away with the victory there. They dropped it on the road, forty-three to twenty-four. Um, yeah, I I feel like the story has been the story throughout the year so far. Where slow start for the Colonials on offense. They are down. They are down in the first quarter. After the first quarter, they were losing to Bryant sixteen nothing. Um, and they were just not able to come back from that. So. It's just it's the same same situation over again and yeah so that was before the bye week where they where they uh, weren't able to come out with the result versus Bryant so they had the two weeks off to go back and watch film and kind of fix fix things that needed to get fixed but was it able to get fixed in the two weeks they had with all the practice and all the all the practice and time off and just whatever they were, I guess they call it self-scouting is what they do. They, they scout themselves to see what needs fixed. Um, so coming back from, te- oh, geez, coming back from the bye week, they had a home game versus Tennessee tech. First time they've ever played Tennessee tech um, in their history. They've never met in non-conference conference. What it's the first time they have played at Tennessee tech. And unfortunately for the Colonials, they were not able to come out with the victory, and it was just a slo- it was a sloppy game. There's there's no there's no sugarcutting it. It was a sloppy game for the Colonials where they just couldn't get anything going offensively, um, and the final score of that one was Tennessee Tech 38, the Robert Morris Colonials 13. And it just wasn't, like I said, it wasn't there for the Colonials from the beginning. Um, it was a pretty solid first quarter. I mean, I, neither team was able to really get much going. And then and then Tennessee Tech was able to get the um, – was able to get the first touchdown of the game to make it 7 nothing, And from there, they basically – didn't look back um yeah the colonials on the colonials on the day with six turnovers causing their causing their um their demise so they got the first touchdown in the first quarter they got the first touchdown tennessee tech did 
in the first quarter off of a uh, Anthony Chicka interception. Um, it, they only needed two plays to score from there because I believe the interception occurred within like the ten yard line of the Colonials. Um, and then from there, like I said, Tennessee Tech did not did not look back, and they were able to go up. I believe it was, it was twenty. It was like twenty three nothing at at half, and then, and then Robert Morris after halftime was able to come back and put up thirteen points in the third quarter to kind of make it interesting. And then you look at the fourth quarter, Tennessee Tech put up seventeen in the fourth quarter, and Robert Morris was shut out. So to get the final score of thirty eight to thirteen, um, like I said, it just was not the Colonials' day in pretty much any category. Um, yeah, it was, it was just weird. It was coming back off the bye. I had, I had personally good feelings about it. Um, I can't really speak for anyone else just because of, you never know, you never know what was happening through their minds, but I had a good feeling. Tennessee Tech has never been up here. Robert Morris never played them. Coming off the bye, they both had the identical records of two and five. They were both the equally matched teams in what they were able to do. And unfortunately for the Colonials, they just weren't clicking at all. Um, it was it was just a really weird game. They had a total of six turnovers, three interceptions, three fumbles. Three of the turnovers were were defensive touchdowns for Tennessee Tech. And I feel like from there, there was no looking back. So, but what I wanted to talk about, I'll, I'll just roll off some thoughts and we'll talk about it as I go. So talking with the quarterbacks first, Army passing the stats. Um, Anthony Chickett was the starting quarterback again, but after not even after the first quarter, I think it was like with a few minutes left or even like seconds left in the first quarter, Tyler Zakowski got put in in relief of Anthony Chickett, and then Tyler played the whole second quarter and then went in the halftime as the team starter for the game. And then coming back in the third quarter, it was again Anthony Chickett. Um, play Anthony Chickett came out for the rest of the half, and then the team ended at quarterback with Zentavius Smith. It was not a it was not it was not a good day for the Robert Morris quarterbacks at all. Um, if we're looking at stat lines, Anthony Chickett was twenty of twenty eight passing for one hundred thirty eight yards. He did throw two touchdown passes, but in the grand scheme of things, did they really matter? I mean, they did happen in the third quarter, so yeah, you look at them and say they mattered. But the comeback attempt by the Colonials was, yeah, it just didn't happen. Um, if we go back farther, Chicket threw an interception. He was sacked twice. Um, he it just for him, it just didn't seem to be clicking. Besides the two touchdown passes in the third quarter, um, maybe that was a part of the reason why he got a. Uh, got benched in the second or the team just needed some something to happen which is then they put in Tyler Zakowski who comes in plays a drive maybe in the first quarter maybe just a few plays until the quarter ended and Tyler's Tyler's stats weren't much better anyway um Tyler was five and nine passing for 41 yards 21 of those yards came on one play and Tyler threw two interceptions so right then and there, you could just – from that right there, I think you are able to tell 
the tale of what happened in this game. When your quarterbacks, first of all, when you're using more than one quarterback just based off not non-injury based and you're using it for just because one's not playing good, I think you know how the game's going. But when you put in, well, Zantavia Smith only played a little bit, so I'm not really going to count him. I'm just basically going to base this off of Chicken and Tyler Zikowski. But when your quarterbacks aren't doing well, I think it's just – it's just you know the story of the story of how the game's going. Um, yeah, Chicka got pulled in the first quarter. Tyler played the whole second second quarter, and yeah, then Chicka came back for halftime. Tyler did not look good throwing two interceptions, um, and yeah, they were run they were run back. Um, I it was just a loss of words at what I was watching that day. Um, yeah, so I think you can base it off of right then and there of how the Colonials played based on the quarterback play. But you keep moving down, and there are the rushes. The running game for the Colonials is still non-existent. I have been, well, Sam Goldberg and I in the podcast, the Bobby and the Football Show, we have been talking about it consistently and week after week about what we are seeing from this team in the Russian game and how we think it needs to improve. But at this point, this late in the season, I always remain optimistic. Every episode I come on here and I remain optimistic about what I hope to see in the game, in the Russian game for the Colonials. But when we come and I'm looking at it and I see no improvement or even I did see some improvement in the Bryant game, but now we're backwards. I just look at it, and all my hopes for the running game are gone. I look at this run game, and it is what it is. There's no improvement in it, and we just got to live with it. Because if you look at the stats, it was not good. DJ Moyer, again, I'll give him this, some consistency Back-to-back weeks, DJ Moyer had the most carries by any any rusher. He had the most attempts, he, and he had the most yards. So I give them that for at least picking one running back to go with, and they go from there. But looking at the stats, even though I, I praised them for finally picking one running back, the stats weren't good. DJ Moyer, 11 attempts, 25 yards, no losses. No touchdowns, 11 attempts, 25 yards. He averaged 2.3 a carry. The next best runner wasn't even a running back. It was Anthony Chickett, who on four attempts had 17 yards. Well, he had 21 gain for four loss. His average was 4.3, so, yeah, quarterback. Excuse me. And then you got... Zentavius Smith as the team's third leading rusher for five attempts for 15 yards. It just, the more you go down that list, it is just not a positive list to keep reading. And I just, I can't keep doing that to myself because I will drive myself crazy about how much more I want to talk about the run game when I know I want to see improvement, but no improvement will be there. Because I know what they're capable of, and for some reason they're just not doing it. If the offensive line isn't pushing the defensive line back, if there's not holes for the running backs, or they're just not their vision isn't there to f- for the running backs to be found. But 
for some reason, I am just not seeing it from the run game, which leads me to believe that this is the run game we're getting for the rest of the year. Like I said, I'm always an optimist. I'm an optimist, so I hope that I am wrong and we get some sort of better better run game for throughout the what we got three games left, three weeks, three games left, two home games, one road game. So a part of me hopes in those three games we can get something moving forward to go in the next year. But we are now after the bye, eight games in. No improvement, and I think this is what we're getting from the football team, or at least for the run. I I just you look at it. We Sam Goldberg and I we have talked week after week about it, and there has been no improvement. So this is the team we're living with, at least on the run game. I'll say that. Again, moving on, the Army receiving. If we're going to talk about it, there has been positives, and I don't think – I think the one – you know, the one consistency I'm seeing is the tight end room. The tight end room has performed and performed, and I think we need to give them some credit for where where the tight ends are producing when the wide receiver room isn't. And we're seeing that once again. Landon Lucas, tight end. Four receptions, 38 yards, led the team, and even caught a touchdown pass. And I think that is huge. Landon Lucas is having a great year for the Colonials. Um, all, all tight ends are. I think this is the second week, though, where they are missing. Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank. Wow, I can't believe. Anyway, the tight end room, <coughs> excuse me has been the be- I think I think it's been the bright spot for the Colonials offense. I feel like when the wide receiver room is down, they are always there to be picked up or they're picking up the offense by the by the blocking, if we want to say blocking or if we just they're they're finding ways to get open which is leading to success for at least the tight ends if not the um if not the offense as a whole when the offense is finding some sort of little bit of success here and there so i think that's been a plus because if we look at if we look at um my bad i was talking about chase jackson i believe he was out again with injury he missed the bryant game with injury um i'm sorry chase jackson did actually catch a pass one pass or seven yards i apologize but anyway if we look at the tight end room we see we see that they're the constant performer for this offense, and I think, I think for me, they perf- they deserve an A for the season so far, because if we look at it, both touchdown passes thrown by Anthony Chicken and the only two touchdown passes on the day for the Colonials were both caught by tight ends. Landon Lucas had a touchdown, and Tayshawn Mayfield had a touchdown. That was actually Tayshawn's only catch for a yard. But anyway, touchdowns a touchdown, and I and the tight end rim is just performing and it's what I like to see because if we look at the wide receiver room this week Noah Robinson seven receptions for 34 yards I mean if we give him a pass for the first half because he had a targeting penalty in the game versus Bryant um we can do that and maybe he would have maybe he would have um if you want to double the stats but I don't I 
I can't say for sure, so we're not going to give it to him. Um, Connor Becker, five receptions for 35 yards. Okay, and then Andre Cooper is also there for three for 31. So it's just it just when the wide receiver room isn't down, the tight ends are pulling them up, and it's just a great credit to the tight ends for me, in my opinion, on what I'm seeing. Um, yeah, so that was the offense. It it was the story of the game. Um, I yeah, it was just non non-existent with. Actually, it was existent, but it was existent for the other team because our offense provided three touchdowns for the other team with two interceptions being a touchdown and one fumble being a touchdown. So, I don't know. It was just – it was a rough rough day for the offense, and it was – it was, yeah – just a rough day for the offense, especially when the defense has the start they had, had the start they had coming out the game, getting the stops until the interception, until the interception thrown by Chicket was a, was a, um, the interception thrown by Chicket caused the touchdown. And that's when, when the things just, when the wheels started to fall off the bus, I'll say. But if you're looking at the defense, at the beginning of it, they were getting stops. They were pushing the quarterback. The team had no yards. Um, and it's it's what we wanted to see from the Robert Morris defense. But after that, they let in one touchdown pass. And like I said, the wheels just started to roll off the bus. Um, if you're looking at stats for, for Tennessee Tech, well, their quarterback was 10 of 22. 10 of 22 didn't even throw the ball that much. They were a run heavy team and we definitely saw that. Um, Yeah. The quarterback only threw the ball 22 times for 131 yards and one touchdown pass. The rest of it came on the run, the ground. Um, They're running their, excuse me. Their running back was on 12 attempts had, had um, 77 yards with an average of 6.4 game. Or yeah, six, average average touch was six point four. Excuse me. Um, yeah, but as a whole, you look down. They had one hundred twenty four rushing yards to Robert Morris's sixty four. They averaged three point four, and once that started happening, it was just not. It was just not there. If you keep moving down, you look at it going, on back to the offensive line. Anthony Chicker or Tyler Zukowski was sacked four times, so, so they were able to be effective in getting towards our, getting towards Anthony Chicker or Tyler. Um, and they had what two, three, four, five, five and a half, six, six tackles for, for loss. So going back to the offense, it was just non. It, I, I don't know what to keep saying because uh, I don't want to keep saying things about the offense because it's just going to drive me crazy. But when teams are getting to the offense where there's six tackles for loss and one, like, 12, it just it drives me crazy, but I don't know what we're going to do about it this late into the season. I just don't. It was just a rough game overall for the Colonials. Six turnovers, 
three interceptions, three fumbles. Um, all those fumbles are lost. They had eight penalties for 75 yards, so you keep adding the penalties. The penalties for the Robert Morris team has been a story all year, just like the run game. Um, it doesn't look like it's improving, so we move on from that because every week there seem to be penalties that are stalling drives. Um, I mean, again, on paper, it was a very equally matched matched game. Robert Morris had 14 first downs compared to uh, Tennessee Tech's 12. Um, so we were we were moving the ball, but it's just when you move the ball into certain situations where you get turnovers and you guys turn the ball over, it's it's just going to be a bad situation. I mean, you come down to the more stats. We base they basically had almost the exact same time of possession. They split the game right down the middle with time of possession. Tennessee Tech had 29 minutes and 24 seconds of possession. Robert Morris had 30 minutes and 36 seconds. So you basically, you basically split that in half, and it was so equal. Um, you go to third down conversions. They were five of 16. Robert Morris was five of 15. So again, equal. I think this just could have been a completely different outcome if if you didn't turn the ball over, if you protect the ball, if you did the decision-making with the passes were there. So I just, I don't know. It's just a real shame that the turnovers were the way they were and they caused the Colonials, the downfall for the Colonials um, this game. I don't, yeah, it, it, yeah, I don't. The turnovers really, really put a damper on things, and for the Colonials, it doesn't really get much easier. They have a road game this year, or not this year, I'm sorry, um, this week on the road versus Southern Missouri. Southern Missouri right now is 4-4 four and four overall with a 3-0 and record in conference play. They have played Kansas State. They did get blown out by Kansas State. They played ranked Southern Illinois. And they are on a three-game win streak. That win streak started with a win versus Eastern Illinois, OVC Big South game. Tennessee Tech, Big South. Um, they have a win at Nichols, which is a non-conference game. And now up next for Southern Missouri are the Robert Morris Colonials. Um, it's going to be a big test. It is going to be a big test for this team going down on the road um, in Missouri. These two teams have never played each other, uh, at least to my knowledge they've never played to each other. Um, at least when I look at the history, there's no history. So it's, it's going to be a big test, and... I look at it, I don't know what to say just besides it's going to be a big test. Um, they are currently undefeated in conference play, so I would love to say hopefully that the team is going to come out and put up a performance together that I know they can do, um, and we'll have to go from there. So this week on the road versus Southern Missouri conference game, they haven't played each other. They seem to be pretty productive on offense. I mean, if I look at the last 
last three games for Southern Missouri, twice they put up 35 points. The other game was 28. Their defense seems to be giving up a lot of points, though. Um, last game at Nichols, they gave up 31 points. Eastern Illinois, they gave up 28. Tennessee Tech, they only gave up three, so we'll put that as an anomaly. Um, other games, they've given up 38, 41, 26, 45, and 45. So when I think about it, as long as we can protect the ball, we meaning Robert Morris, as long as Robert Morris can protect the ball and not turn it over, I think the capabil- they have the capability there to go down and put up some points. And if they put up some points, I I hope I look at this defense and I say, you guys are good enough to get stops because I know you can do it. And we've seen them get stops. We saw the first quarter – of the Tennessee Tech game, they were getting stops. And when the touchdown happened, the wheels just fell off the bus and it all fell apart. But with the amount of points that Southern Missouri gives up per game, I think the Colonials are more than capable of going down there and putting up points. Although they would probably have to put up points through the passing game because, like I said, I'm giving up on the rushing game. Um, But with that being said... I don't know. I would love to think the Colonials go down there and make it competitive, but something's telling me after Tennessee Tech, this team kind of looks defeated, and they – I don't know if there's coming back from it, to be honest. But I hope this team still has some fight left in them. Um, they're going down to a new team. It's actually Southern Missouri's last home game of the season because they have two road trips to end the season. So – I hope Robert Morris can go down and put some points on the board. And with points on the board, I think they are able to get it done because this team does give up a lot of points, but they do score points too, with that being said. So the defense will need to put up some performance, and then if the offense just can't turn the ball over, and I think they put up a good performance. So another episode of the Bobby Mill Football Showdown. Um, I've been your host, Alec Miller. I think Sam Goldberg will be back with me next week. Might have another guest. Um, someone's been wanting to come on, but hasn't been able to happen. But with that being said, we'll be back next week for, I believe, week nine of the Bobby Mo Football Show. We are uh, we're coming down to the wire here with only three games left. One more road game, two more home games. We're coming down to the wire here for the season. So I've been your host, Alec Miller. Um, we'll see you next week. Have a great week, everybody. Goodbye.